I don't know what that was. How are we doing today? Yeah, I'm gonna edit that part out. We're not from the valley. <laughs> How are we doing? <laughs> I sounded like that one Benny drama when he's making <clears throat> Benny drama when he's making those videos. <laughs> he's, he's impersonating Courtney or Addison Ray. He's like, oh, How are we doing? You know. Anyways, guys, hi. So. <coughs> Jesus. <coughs> Edit that out. No. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I want to keep it in so everyone can hear you go. <coughs> Ew, wash that down the drain, Camilla. Don't let that just sit there. Well, I couldn't see it from over here. I don't know. <sighs> okay, at least I did that out from the, like, Spotify audio, because, like, they don't need to hear that. Okay, so I'll just... Keep it in the YouTube. I'll add in a little something that makes it sound squeaky and cute instead of <laughs> horrendous and <laughs> cackly, and then that, <coughs> that'll work. Stop coughing into the mic. <laughs> I coughed away from it. Anyways, guys, how are we doing? Astra update. I don't think any of you really care, but Pluto has moved into Aquarius for a very short amount of time, and um, it's gonna be there for like till May, I think, and then it go oh, it, and and um, mid June. Oh, that's right, June. So it'll be in Pluto will be in Aquarius until June. Then it retrogrades back into Capricorn, and then when it stations direct, it goes back into Aquarius, where it will be for the next twenty years. Now, if you're one of those people that are like, astrology isn't real, let me just say, if you look at some major world events, they all coincide with when some of the big planets make some big moves. For example, the 2008 financial crisis happened right when Pluto entered Capricorn. What does Capricorn rule, you ask? I don't think they asked. <laughs> well, Capricorn's kind of like the sign of like business. Mo well, not, I wouldn't say money, but kind of in a way like... It is career yeah earth so it is like you know like in, in tarot would be the pentacles anyways it's ceo energy yeah ceo energy like structure it's planetary rule is saturn anyways so yeah so pluto and capricorn that whole era was about you know like we saw the 2008 financial crisis you know capitalism and now you know in its final stages it was also a lot about individualism it was a lot about material things yeah material things what, how your job and the things you owned determined your value exactly which if you look at the past like 20 years yeah everyone's like oh my god you know let me get this louis vuitton purse hustle culture it. yeah hustle culture or you yeah know, you have to have balenciaga everything <laughs> um <laughs> but now pluto moving into aquarius is about like the collective the collective humanitarianism community moving away from like the individualistic and the and the capitalistic mindset of capricorn and into like the humanitarian and collective mindset of aquarius so even though both capricorn and aquarius are ruled by saturn which daddy saturn is you know one of the harder planets to work with but you know anyways so even though they they are both ruled by saturn it's like two they're two very different energies um anyways so 
And now, you know, what are we seeing? Banking is like tanking. Um. <laughs> but right? <laughs> Banking is tanking. Let's not. You know, no. Is tanking. Okay. Shh, relax. Anyways, we don't want our global financial system to tank. But however, you know, like. And, and you are going to see a lot of restructuring around. The our, financial systems. And system. also, like, for example, Aquarius rules like technology. And yeah, like exactly. and that's why we're starting to see AI really become more prominent. And I think we will for, continue to for the next 20 years. And here's the culprit I don't think anyone's thought of. And I'm just. This might be a little bit of a hot take. But now that Pluto is entering Aquarius alcohol brands y'all better be clutching your pearls okay all i'm saying is the california sober mentality is about to be like a national thing i don't know i know it's gonna I be i would say alcohol gives very much capricorn energy and low vibes yeah low vibes psychedelics take you into the high vibes aquarius energy exactly so like it's time to be friends with your brain, with your mind, with your soul, with your body, and with like the collective all one. And not get shit faced to the point of puking and making really bad decisions, you know, on a Saturday night that gives you the Sunday scaries. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not a huge drinker. Every now and then I enjoy it. But for the most part, like, I've just like taken stock over the years how drinking has made me feel. And I realize like, I just feel like shit each, each time after. I've found the perfect cadence for myself in terms of drinking. And anyways, so I like, I decided to kind of move away from it. And now I drink very sporadically. And I think, and I'm just a much happier and and better person because of it. I was going to say, I can drink one drink. One drink. A week? A year? What? No, just in a drink setting. One drink. Two drinks. One drink actually kind of gets me a little tipsy because I don't drink a lot. I probably drink a handful of times in a year usually like I can count the times I drink in a year in my hands but if I have two drinks next day crippling anxiety yeah I think for me like one glass of champagne or one glass of wine is like fine but like even like on the on a weekly basis I probably don't even have one drink on a weekly basis no no now I understand like you know here like weed is legal you know we have access to phenomenal shrooms I understand like you know, for anyone listening in the Midwest, they're probably like, no one's giving up beer anytime soon. Like I said, I think it's going to be a slow process. However, I think as, you know, maybe marijuana becomes legalized in more states and more accepted, we're starting to see like shrooms and psychedelics be really accepted in the medical space. And I think that'll slowly creep into kind of like the commercial space. And once those two become legal and accessible to everyone, I really do think we're going to see a society that makes a shift because people are, especially with shrooms, I think people will realize how much better they feel like just micro dosing. I guess like what my, my curiosity is, you know, like when everybody's at the club, what are you going to do? Molly. You can't pop bottles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, clink your little mushroom pill. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. That that's just a theory of mine. I'm sure not everyone will agree. And I I live, you know, or we live in an area where like I just see a lot of people that are like, oh yeah, I don't drink, but I'll do psychedelics. And and where we we see like a lot of people that really like embrace that, and then like have like all these like very healing and spiritual journeys because of it. So part of me thinks we will see more of that in Pluto and Aquarius, but we probably won't really start to see its effects for another like probably 10, 15 years. The very tail end of Pluto and Aquarius will probably bring us more of that. How old are we going to be at the end of Pluto and Aquarius? 20 years from now. Oh, we're going to be in our 50s. <sighs> it's going to be a fun 30s. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. 
Anyways, so Astro update, whatever. Anyway, that's not what we're going to talk about today. But also, Gemini went into, or sorry, Mars left Gemini and went into Cancer. Thank fucking, fucking God. That was a brutal transit for me. Brutal transit. So if you're a Gemini and you've been struggling, that's why. Yeah. Mars so. leaving Gemini should, definitely a lot of you should have felt it on an individual. It probably made you question, well, it depends on what houses, it, you know, it was in, but I feel like. Mars and Gemini tends to be about cutting and it was squaring Neptune at one point. So all the illusions of like whatever area it was in your chart, like probably went away and you probably realized it was time to make some decisions and make some cuts and figure out which and you know, Wait, direction what? to move forward. It's in our third house. Yeah. I cut Nikki off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. Okay. Anyways. Whatever. We Anyways. started therapy during Mars and Gemini. We did. Yeah. To learn how to communicate better. Third house is communication. Anyways, yep. speaking of like communication, what I wanted to talk about today was titles. I'm very curious. Uh, this was a very abrupt segue, but you know, I'm just going to roll with it. It okay. rained in Los Angeles and there was a ton of wind and that kicked up so much fucking shit in the air that my allergies went terrible. Haywire. Same. Anyways, so what was I talking about? Oh, okay. Titles. So not long ago, um, one of my partners, he was like, I finally realized I want a relationship with you. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm just not ready for a romantic relationship right now. And so that whole conversation kind of like got me started on like thinking about like titles. Because I remember at one point I was like, you know, if we even explored like committed primary kind of relationship like what titles would we use he's he's traditionally monogamous so he'd probably be used to like the girlfriend boyfriend you know titles and I was thinking about that and I'm like girlfriend and boyfriend doesn't really resonate with me like I don't really have any desire to call anyone my boyfriend and I don't really have any desire for anyone to call me their girlfriend and that's just my personal opinion and I was thinking about it like what like boo I like partner and I feel like partner like encompasses a so lot of things. A, a lot of things because I call all of my current booze partners or lovers, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Anyways, I call them partners because in so, they're either a romantic partner. Actually, well, yeah, they're either like a romantic partner, a casual partner, a sexual partner, a platonic, you know, but s- still intimate partner. Like business you know, partner. But true. Anyways, so it's like I think when you use the term partner, it can mean that like there is a dynamic and a relationship present but it doesn't fall under like the normal constructs of like boyfriend and girlfriend say for example which resonates with me that's not going to resonate with everyone but it resonates with me um and I was thinking about it and I'm like you know for example my two gay best friends they call each other partners they don't call each other like I don't think they call each other boyfriends yeah never heard them like he usually introduces him like this is my partner so and so you know, and I was like, I think that makes sense, like, especially in like the probably the maybe the gay or queer community where they use that term more because it's like kind of separated from like the normal definition of like boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, attached to like heteronormative terms. Right. So but then I was thinking, I remember, for example, like when my ex-husband started dating um, the girl that he's with and I remember she called him her boyfriend and I, he called her his girlfriend. And I just remember like when she would like call him that, like you could kind of like sense the like pride that she had in that and like the, 
how much it meant to her to like call him her boyfriend and that's totally fine like I'm not saying there's anything against that but I realized I'm like well she's traditionally monogamous and when you have a boyfriend that then implies that you two have like made a commitment now to be monogamous or to be in a committed relationship with each other where you're you know like on the path to hopefully marriage and and I just like I don't know all these like thoughts were swimming in my head as I was thinking about all of this and I was like I just don't know like in the future you know as I enter like a more if I ever I'm sure I will at some point you know when I enter a more like primary or committed type relationship I don't know that I'd resonate with the term like boyfriend or girlfriend but if it got to marriage would you use husband or wife okay I was thinking about that because one of the things about wife and husband husband and wife that bothered me the most was the preconceived notions that came with it and I was actually talking to my therapist about this because I asked her I'm like am I not wanting to use titles because like I have an avoidant attachment style or am I not wanting to use titles because like they just don't really resonate with me and she also just side note I love that Nikki has an avoidant attachment style and I have an anxious attachment style I think it's so fitting it's very us (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah so roll call avoidant (laughs) attachment styles no we're not roll calling anxious guys everybody work towards secure please and thank you (laughs) anyways so and I asked her because I I was trying to answer that for myself I'm like am I just avoiding titles because I want to like avoid the commitment behind titles or is it just that they don't resonate with me and oh and that just made me think do I just like titles because it makes me feel secure yeah probably (laughs) okay keep going no (laughs) we'll go into my convo in a moment you you do your part first well I was just and and it was validating to hear her say she was like I you know knowing you the relationship styles you like and everything da, 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 and you know obviously this is my therapist someone I'm very vulnerable with but she was like knowing you probably you just don't resonate with the terms because of all the preconceived notions so you'd rather help differentiate yourself so that like you have kind of control in that and like you're giving people maybe like a place to like begin the conversation of like clarifying what that means to you so okay I like that but my question is what preconceived notions or did you think happened whenever you told people like or you know whenever you're like oh this is my husband or your ex-husband was like oh this is my wife well that's what I'm saying like I think so for example you know when you say you are married what do people assume you're monogamous you're gonna be a good little girl who doesn't go out and at a rave have her titties out with pasties because you don't give a fuck and you know you're not like making out with random people at a bar and that was one thing when I was married that like I just I don't want to say hated because like I liked being his wife and I love and I loved having the honor of being his wife but I hated the title of wife because it felt like all of a sudden people now expected me to act and be a certain way yeah but you also have to consider and I had no intention of being that I know but you also have to consider you also put a lot of those expectations on yourself when you were first learning about you know how you want to navigate your relationships as an adult because you met him when you were 18 and then you married him when you were 21 you were putting a lot of those assumptions on yourself because that's how you know through some opinions and stuff yeah you probably like in your brain process it even more so if that makes sense also b you were also married in the midwest well that's what i'm saying i agree with you there i but i also i did feel those external pressures like for example i remember one time i went to some like event thing with my mother-in-law and like everyone was like it's just like all the all the normal like when are you guys having children oh my god 
what i know it's like all these things that like were just coming up and i'm like i just don't like those things don't feel don't feel like they resonate with me and also, so it's also generational because you know it's no i get that to an event with older older people you know and they it, it, it's about the situation where you are so i totally that i i see where all of this is coming together for yeah me. all i'm saying is sh- I, I agree with you there maybe like if i got married again which i was actually having this discussion with someone else they were like they, they this person literally came up to me and they were like give me one good reason why you would get married if you don't want children with your spouse and i'm like i can't think of one and wait who asked that <laughs> someone uh, um uh, the birthday party over the weekend i'm trying to remember who it was but anyways i was like you know what you're right and but like no one's ever asked me that question and this was literally the first question i heard out of this person's mouth <laughs> so i i loved answering it but in my opinion like i have three reasons unless oh that you would get married if you're not going to have children with that person mm-hmm. let's hear them. i want to throw a dope ass bachelorette party okay and a dope ass wedding you can do those without signing papers and getting the government involved i know but B, if for financial reasons it makes sense for us to get married, that's another one. Okay, what financial reasons? I don't know. If you don't the the so married filing jointly. If for financial reasons, it I know. Makes I'm sense. just saying, married filing jointly only really benefits you if there's one primary breadwinner. Mm. Mm, okay. Okay. So all three of those reasons, you could remove getting married and probably be just fine. Well, I can still have a celebration of love and call exactly. it I, I want a celebration of love. And That's I want fine. The titles. I, I want to be like, hell yeah, I got fucking married. I want to at least get married once in this lifetime. That's like, fine. There I, were ma- there's nothing years, wrong thought, with that. For two years, I thought that wasn't going to be in the cards for me. And then I sat down with myself and I was like, you're 29. You bitch, can, it might happen. And then, you know. Okay. Can, you can have a wedding and a bachelorette party and not legally get married i know but i'm i'm saying in the terms of just having a marriage i know but think about this because that is that term you can use legally or just for fun that's fine you can use it just for fun i'm just saying don't involve the government if you don't have to i wasn't going to because the state of california makes you wait america (laughs) the state of california makes you wait six months from when you finalize the papers before that shit's done okay that's fine sorry let me rephrase i don't i don't need to get the government legally involved but i would love to have a wedding does that yeah that's fine that's fine i'm just saying i just don't think there's a there's an actual reason to get married if you're not going to have children together how did you answer the question i said i couldn't think of one and I know actually what I no, no no I said there aren't any reasons there's no point and I and I told him point blank I'm like why would you get the government involved if you don't have to mm. anyways so for my relationship and th- th- it made me wonder I'm like I wonder what other non-monogamous people call their partners like do they resonate with boyfriend and girlfriend do they resonate with husband and wife do they resonate with partner do they resonate with lover do they resonate with you know this is just my I don't want to introduce someone that's like, hey, this is my lover. <laughs> I'll never forget one time. I So I went to... Um, I, this is my dick once a month. <laughs> right? My friends with benefits. I went to... Real specific. I went to Vegas with one of my friends. And um, I just remember I met a bunch of his friends. And they're all like, so what are you two? And I was like, well, we used to fuck, but now we don't. We're just friends. And one of them was like... You know, you can just say we're just friends. You don't have to explain that y'all used to have sex. And I'm like, I know, but for the sake of full disclosure, like now you understand, like we're close. You know, we've seen each other's genitals and made each other orgasm. However, we're just not in no longer exploring that as we were before. 
you know, I'm open to a one night stand up with said person or just, you know, an occasional little thing. But well, mm. we, I don't really see him that often anymore. Mm. All I'm saying is, is I, yeah, I thank you for bringing up that question because that was something I was thinking about as well. If I were to have another celebration of love and have a more committed relationship or I had a partner that really wanted to get married, I would preen up the shit out of it. And then I would be okay with using the titles husband and wife. However, I just don't really resonate with the terms boyfriend and girlfriend. And I'd probably just stick to calling my lovers partners and have them call me their partner. Like if I heard them, one of them introduce me as their girlfriend, I'd probably be like, like I, I, and then have a conversation about it later and be like, I'm your partner, not your girlfriend. I don't know. That's just me. You're so mean sometimes, Nicole. That's just me. That, that's why I asked my therapist if it was my avoidant attachment style, okay? I was trying to figure out, and I don't think it's mean, okay? It's just what I personally resonate because of my experiences in monogamy and non-monogamy. Okay. Anyways, no. so if you're non-monogamous, I would love to hear what you and your partners call each other. Yeah. Okay, from my side of it, I for me, like, to be honest, thank you, Nikki, for that TED Talk. Um, you know, it's interesting because I normally go with the term partner. Partner resonates a lot with me. I For what reasons? I was just about to say. Okay. Sorry, I was just asking. As I was saying, for a lot of the reasons that Nikki outlined, I like to use the term partner because it can leave room for interpretation on how that per the person that you're answering that question for is receiving it right mm -hmm. and then maybe if they want clarification you can move forward with that and i'm now, open to always providing clarification now i will say like i don't mind titles my ex on and off partner i officially ended it with him he and i i hope he's doing well i actually really you. cared about him yeah, like so do i but I, um, I really do think that it was it was the best for you both. No, and like, I know. I, I hope know. he's doing well. I hope he's doing well, too. He and I used partner. We used, you know, dom-sub dynamic titles. We used boyfriend-girlfriend at one point. Oh, I totally forgot about dom-sub. Because, you know, if you got have a daddy, you call him your daddy. Yep. But, like, do you introduce him as your daddy? No. Probably um, not. Introduce his partner. So, and Fair. that's what I'm saying. Like, we went through the different flows of the title, and it just, whatever worked at that time, we used. But then, like, towards the end, we tried out boyfriend and girlfriend. But even then, like... Did you I, feel like that resonated? No, I feel like I it's partner with, with that still worked very well. And now... Now I technically have a boyfriend. Life update. But... <laughs> boyfriend resonates with him and I I feel and I really like that title with him it's a little fast yeah sorry guys <laughs> I'll do a whole what happened to you know some solo time some what solo time well the thing is with this partner is he's non-monogamous or he's polyamorous he has a wife so now he has a wife and he has a girlfriend and I have a boyfriend but I can still explore other connections Mm -hmm. And I'm still at the forefront, and we've talked about this. I'm still at the forefront focusing on me and how I can heal and better myself after, you know, two years, two years, <laughs> two years of a somewhat tumultuous relationship. But I think I'm in a much better place. I think I did a lot of, I've done a lot of healing in like the past six to eight months that have helped me get to this point. 
And so, yeah, we started using the titles Boyfriend, Girlfriend, and I love it. I don't mind it. It resonates. And when I introduce him to someone, yeah, I'll say partner or I'll say boyfriend. I think I can use them interchangeably. That's fine. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with using the terms boyfriend and girlfriend. No, I think it just kind of depends on, because you're right. Sometimes, yeah, you, you tell someone you're... You know, if you're like, oh, hi, this is my boyfriend, like, you know. They're going to make all the assumptions, yeah. And he's wearing a wedding ring. They're gonna, someone monogamous is going to be like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, you know? exactly, like, yeah. It, I think with titles, you know, it's really tricky because some people do make that title the focal point of the security of the relationship. It's not whether there's actually trust. It's not whether there's, you know, actual commitment and actual, you know, re- you know, respect but just like, oh, that's my boyfriend. So he's always going to be my, you know, he's going to be my boyfriend. And he, it has to do with possession, with yeah, ego. Exactly. It's going to be possession, ego. So some people really use those titles just to like try to like snatch and smear someone in. Exactly. When exactly. In, when in reality, it's like, you, no, use what title feels good for you. At the end of the day, it's your relationship and you what, what you make out of it. And, you know. However, people maybe would, I don't know. I mean, and this is why I was asking my therapist. You know, no, it, but you have to you have to consider the fact that you know, like how many how many times do you see like a meme or something on the internet that it's like, what are we? Because people usually need the titles and they need structure. I remember, like, if you need, yeah, if you need the title to compartmentalize, you're looking at it wrong. And the structure, exactly. And that's what I told my therapist too during our session when we were talking about it. I'm like, I want commitment and consistency and trust and respect. We could call d- friends. We could call each other friends. As long as you're giving me those four things, I don't care what the fuck you call. Exactly. Me. I'm like, you I don't, I don't, I don't like, need titles. I don't need structure. I just want commitment, consistency, trust, and respect and love. You know, so it's like I so. so peace and love to me the the titles just don't mean those things and maybe it's because I've had the experience of knowing like I've been in a marriage and like granted we divorced after you know I realized that there was no longer a commitment to nurturing the relationship however I made the connection that there was no longer any commitment or like nurturing in the relationship and like the the relationship had ended doesn't matter what we called each other doesn't matter if we were still legally husband and wife like the when those two things left the relationship that is when the relationship ended the titles don't dictate it it's not when suddenly you decide like i'm no longer going to call you my girlfriend because you know da, 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 da. no it's because now you're you, like you're not committing to that person anymore you're not nurturing the relationship whatever it is that a relationship means to you i mean and titles i mean it also goes both ways though you know if you're married to you are married to someone then you separated now your exes and then you know maybe you still keep in touch and then later down the re- later down the road someone's like oh so you know or what are you two and then you're like it's like you don't have to be like that's my ex-husband you can just be like oh this is my friend mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's true i don't know so like i said if you're non-monogamous i would love to he- write write in let us know i'd love to hear what you call your lovers your booze your partners see um, now i'm wondering if i want the title wife someday i don't it's, it doesn't do a lot for me to be honest it doesn't i don't side know piece. <laughs> side piece is fine you know, and and that's another thing too is like I I want to be in agreement of like whatever my partners decide to call me because I want it to be something that resonates with me. That, that but at the say, end, I will say that I at least want to know what they're telling other people when they introduce me. I know that's what I want to know too. You know, so at the end of the day, that's just maybe my, I do care if you. <laughs> yeah, that's just my experience with titles. I don't know. That's just that's just what it is. Something I was thinking about. Something I was pondering. Something that you know, as a non-monogamist, worth 
chewing over but even honestly like even if you are in a monogamous relationship like what do those titles mean to you and like are they are they necessary why are they there why do you feel like it resonates I just think of so much of you know like when I think titles I think of the structures associated with them and that's where the non-monogamous in me is just like fuck that (laughs) but I don't know and and the the possession thing also when you mentioned that that got me thinking too it's like I I'm just one of those people that I'm like no one owns me and I don't want to own anyone else you don't own people you know unless you have a dom sub dynamic because i would love to be owned with a capital o okay like okay see actually this reminds me of one time when holler me up i this reminds me of one time when i was like the non-monogamous in me is like no one fucking owns me and then the sub in me is like fucking own me so like there is a little bit of that paradox paradigm what a paradox juxtaposition i don't know anyways i think it's juxtaposition there is a little bit of that you know polarity however that's a good word yeah i think because juxtaposition is like is when they're together yeah and no they're what's paradigm crossing at the wrong part no that's not juxtaposition okay okay we're gonna (laughs) look these up later and what is paradox versus paradigm google that i want to know okay hold Hmm. on hold on hold on now but yeah we're talking ds dynamic sure my if i have a dominant seemingly absurd or self-contradictory statement or proposition that when investigated or explained may prove to be well-founded or true Uh, a statement or proposition that despite sound or apparent sound reasoning from acceptable premises leads to a conclusion that seems senseless logically unacceptable or self-contradictory okay what's the meaning of paradigm like a paradigm shift shit why can't i think of this right now like a pair of dimes a typical example (laughs) i'm kidding a typical example or pattern of something okay never mind that's not it either and it's not juxtaposition okay so polarity we'll use polarity how do you spell juxta oh there we go i got it right i know how to spell i promise the fact of two things being seen or placed close together with contrasting effects okay so juxtaposition could could work Yeah. yeah Because I think juxtaposition is perpendicular, but you're right. It could be just parallel. It's okay. Because I'm thinking like if, yeah, if I have a dominant and they own me as their sub, like that's different than a relationship because like chances are like, you know, they, they own me in that dynamic, but outside of that dynamic, they don't own me, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. So glad you figured that out for yourself. Um, um so anyway, I hope this resonated with y'all. Yeah, I, I don't hope. know. What, what titles are you using? What, what titles, titles even in? I don't know. Ask the Monogs. Hi, who and who is this? Peter. <laughs> I, I, I say the Monogs as a term of endearment. No, as I'm like I said, I just remember whenever that sounded so like Harry Potter, like oh, he's a Hufflepuff, you know, like no, there's nothing wrong with monogamous people. I <laughs> I love and am friends with monogamous people. <laughs> it's not like one of those people trying to justify that they're not something. <laughs> I love the gays. I'm friends with the gays. That's what it sounds. I love the monogs. I'm friends with the monogs. Uh, anyway, I have one monogamous friend. <laughs> I have a lot of monogamous friends. Okay, <laughs> I'm just. We're gonna move on from this. There was that other topic, but I think we should leave it for another episode. Okay. The one that you said you liked, which I do, I liked it too, but I feel like that can be. Oh yeah, something. we can leave that for another episode. Leave y'all hanging a little bit. Anyways, but yeah. My 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 daily life changed drastically in the past month. I did a whole 180. 
Did you take time? Yeah, I'm a meta. You know, like. <laughs> Did you take time to heal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are a meta now, so you need to figure out, you know, make sure you're being respectful. Absolutely. We're having all those conversations. Make sure you're going at a pace that's comfortable for everyone. Yep. Okay. Anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed our little astro update. Pluto and Aquarius is nothing to fear if you're on the side of humanitarianism and uh, collective progression. If you're not, maybe take a moment to think about how you can get on that side because that's where we're headed. So, oh my God, next week is the live show. But the live show won't deli- won't like release for a while. So anyways. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was a little all over the place. I'll give y'all more of an update on my dating life another time. Um, as things progress. And yeah, I think Dickie brought up a good point, a good, a good topic for today. A good prompt, a good prompt for everyone to go prompt. journal about. Yeah. Or maybe think about, what? or take it to your therapist. Exactly. Like what? Or what? take it to your partner. Go up to your partner and be like, look, what resonates? What do you want me to call you? What titles do you like? To do we, do you like? even need titles? Like that's the thing. Do is you like, even need to overthink it like Nikki did? But you know, something like that. <laughs> I wasn't overthinking it. I was just no, thinking you're about. Those, you're one of those people that, you know, this is where you and I differ. And I've said this before on the pod where it's like, you like really like explore things. And sometimes I'm more just like, it is how it is, you know, <laughs> but maybe I should be doing more exploring as well. So I like to get deep with myself and I like to think about the no, things I that I like and that I resonate with because like at the end of the day, like I think. Wait, we, so I have a question. So what? for the partners that reached out about wanting to deepen the relationship and use titles what what did y'all decide on um actually this happened with two partners so with one of them i told him i with both of them actually i told him i'm not interested in a romantic relationship right now okay i'm making some big life changes currently and like i want to take this time for myself i just don't have the bandwidth for a romantic connection with one of them we're gonna be friends going to hang out occasionally we're not going to be as like consistent as we were before and if when we hang out we feel we want to have sex we'll have sex if we don't we won't okay the other one because i'm trying to guess by what you're saying which one it is guess who that one was yeah okay okay and then with the other one oh him um with the other one i told him i don't want a romantic connection at the moment however i do want to continue like growing our intimacy and our connection and if later down the road i'm in a place where i can maybe pursue a more committed romantic relationship that's fine but um and or like i'm open to <laughs> but that i'm never gonna be your girlfriend i hate that word <laughs> um like I, i'm open to that like however i just am currently not like in a place where I want to explore that mainly because of like the emotional labor that can come with like really committing into a relationship I don't have the emotional bandwidth for that right now Mm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah so that's where I'm at and he told me he was like okay that's fine however like I may sort of adjust how much I commit to this currently and I'm like that's fine um you know I kind of mentioned this in a previous episode where a uh, listener of ours had asked about, you know, uh, commitment and, like, prioritization stuff, da, da, da. Like, it is never, you know, a bad thing to, like, lay out what it is that you each want and then decide, I'm not willing to accept that because you can do that. 
So, like, you know, I told him, I'm like, I'm not willing to go into a romantic connection right now. And he's like, I'm not willing to accept that. So I may pull back a little and kind of re or shift some of the energy so that like I'm not giving this so much energy without getting in return what it is that I want out of it. And I'm like, that's okay. I'm willing to accept that shift. And so far, I think it's going well. I mean, I think we need to give it time and just see how it goes. And, you know, and that's another thing too. Like if you take the time to do that and then you realize, okay, this is just too hard for me to do. I can't continue on this way like emotionally then that's okay too or then you realize okay this is fine this is working for me now let's have another check-in in about three months and see how we're feeling so I make my connection sound so like robotic and transactional a little bit (laughs) (laughs) that's why sometimes I'm like this not heartless sneaky but you're you just communicate what you like and or Virgo Venus is if you're not ready for that then it's okay well, I don't think it's, I don't think it's heartless. I just think like, I blow my nose. I don't think it's heartless. I think I just like know w- what I want and don't want in that moment. And if you're watching me. And it can change. Okay. Come on. I'm, I'm trying to. What are, I know. He just looks so cute. Okay. Anyway. Get, <laughs> Anyways. Thanks for tuning in. I'm sorry if we sounded super nasally and you heard constantly like. <laughs> <laughs> it's allergies okay and like no matter how much i blow my nose like it still all doesn't come out which sucks i think it's also because we're aries rising and it rules like the head and the nasal cavity so anyways i want to go blow my nose and um yeah i gotta get ready so is cammy love you guys we'll see you next week and for those of you coming to our live show can't wait to see you on friday in san francisco we're super excited yes if you haven't gotten your ticket and you plan to go buy it let's go we're gonna have so much fun i can't wait Guys, remember, wear condoms and, uh, oh, God, there's the nasally part. I know. It's like when that wear snot condoms. gets to a certain spot and exactly. you can't, and like, breathe like, the same. Tap, tap. <laughs> um, anyways, wear condoms. We love you. Hey, DT fam. We have another pleasure podcast podcast for you to check out. You've probably heard of them. Shameless Sex, hosted by April and Amy. Their podcast inspires radical self-love, sexual empowerment, and shame-free intimacy. So join the shameless sex revolution. Give them a listen. Let us know what you think. I'm Amy, sex and relationship coach, certified sex educator, and 2022's Sexpert of the Year in the sex toy industry. And I'm April, VP of Hot Octopus, sex toy mogul, and 2016's Woman of the Year in the sex toy industry. Allow us to introduce you to Shameless Sex, a real talk, informative podcast all about sex and relationships, but with a playful twist. Want to learn how to eat pussy like a champ? Suck diak like a boss. Ew. How to better communicate, connect with, and touch lovers and partners. Or maybe you just want to be the master baiter of your own sexual pleasure. Shameless Sex releases episodes weekly and features accredited doctors, authors, therapists, and educators. Available on all podcast apps. Just look up Shameless Sex to discover your new best friends when it comes to all things sex and relationships. To learn more, visit shamelesssex.com.